Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Diva of Days of Our Lives. This is Carrie, the Diva, and uh, today I'm going to talk about Real Housewives of Break. Uh, yeah, Real Housewives of Breaking News. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I was going to say, yeah, um, every day there's new breaking news with them, and to me it's exhausting. But yeah, we're going to talk about the breaking news first, as of Friday, two thirty Eastern Standard Time. So uh, the first one is today's the reunion day. And Diana is in Hawaii, and she's doing it through Zoom, saying she got COVID again. So um, I I know people are thinking she's faking this, she's wussing out. I don't think so, because she tried so hard to keep her diamond this week, as in, in real life, not on the what happened to the show this week. I'm talking about real life. As first, she... Um, created a charity that she's in charge of to um she pledged did not give she pledged a hundred thousand dollars to um the airline victims and um she thinks she did something <laughs> she thinks because the other ones aren't going to donate to it she's showing that they really don't have compassion for the victims i mean <laughs> This is what cracks me up with this show is that for the most part, most of these women, married men with money, uh, barely have a high school education, and they think that they're smart. (laughs) And they're not (laughs) smart at all. But Diana actually thought she did something with this charity. And uh, some of these... uh, the victims of four, I guess they already did get paid, so that's kind of odd. And this doesn't make the other girls look bad. It makes Erica look bad. Erica and Tom are the ones who owe these people money, not Garcelle and Sutton and Crystal. So it makes no sense. And here's Erica, this entire episode, bragging about these diamond earrings and they actually appreciate it because he bought them for eight seventy five, I guess, fifteen years ago, and now they're worth one point three million. She had them on the trip to Aspen. So why the hell would I donate a dime to this charity that just got creative and someone figured out the the hundred thousand dollars would only end up being like fifty five dollars a person? Well, gee, great, Diana, you gave them enough money to put gas in their car. So that's not really impressive. Yet when Erica owes one point three million, that's just in the earrings. She's fighting for she's fighting to keep everything and appealing and appealing and appealing and appealing until it you know, she it can't be appealed anymore. She's wasting so much money on freaking attorneys instead of saying, Hey, t- you know, go ahead. It's a pair of earrings. 
She probably has tons of earrings. She probably hit a bunch of stuff. Give up the damn earrings. You lost in court. You're not going to win. So to me, Diana thinking she did something with this charity basically backfired because it makes Erica look bad. It doesn't really look make the rest of the girls look bad. I'm sure there's legitimate charities out there they could donate to if they wanted to. With Diana being in charge of it, and she just pledged, she actually didn't, she just said she's going to, and celebrities do that shit all the time. And I would say, oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm pledging this, 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 and then when it comes down to it, there's no check. And so that doesn't impress me much. And then she's suing Jane Doe and Joe Doe, or maybe it was John Doe, I can't remember, one of the Doe family, for um, hiring the bots to attack um, Jax on um, Instagram because she's getting blamed for it and she's saying she didn't do it. And now she's, so that's the fame here character. And like, number one, you're a celebrity. People, celebrities are accused of murder like every day on Twitter. So, and if you think you're going to sue for that and win, you're a little ridiculous. If you couldn't handle being beat up on social media, you really shouldn't have been on Housewives because you're going to get beat up, period. And if these women can't handle Housewives, you really should just stick to Instagram, stay the hell off of Twitter anyway, because Twitter is a cesspool. And I love Twitter. I'm just saying it's the truth. So this is not going to work. Instagram and Twitter are not going to tell – tell her about bots and about anonymous Twitter accounts. They're not going to give out that information. They're just going to kill their business model. I mean, Elon Musk is going after Twitter with their um, bots and their fake accounts because it, the, these bots and their fake accounts on both um, Twitter and Instagram, it um, makes their numbers look good. So if you eliminate a lot of these bots or you ban them from social media, it hurts their valuation of the companies. So um, they're not going to do that. They're not going to ban the bots. I mean, good grief. Twitter won't even get rid of child pornography. Do you really think they're going to ban bots? I mean, come on. So um, her trying, I mean, it's nice that she's trying to get down to who bought the bots, but they're not going to give that up, and the bot companies are not going to give that the information. I mean, nice try, but it's not going to work. It's a publicity stunt. I think everybody knows that. So the other breaking news that came out today was Kyle and Renna got the seats next to Andy, and it's always been a thing with fans to figure out who sits next to Andy, and it's usually the people who had the biggest season. So I honestly thought it was going to be Garcelle and Kyle because we all know Kyle won't give up that seat and Kyle's only on, always on Andy's left side. So, I mean, that's her permanent seat. She might as well just, you know, engrave her name in the chair. She's never going to give that up. Um, Rena, there was no reason for Rena to do that. Rena did nothing. Her mother died. That was awful. She really didn't, do anything for a while, and then she flipped out on Sutton. That was it. What else did she do this season? She flipped out on Sutton about the reunion stuff, and her mother died. And Sutton has like 10 million storylines. Garcelle has 10 million storylines, and we're going to sit Rena up front? I mean, that's insane. And she's opposite from Kyle. 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because Kyle and Rena aren't fighting. So why would you have them opposite each other? So Kyle's seat, um, area is Kyle um, Garcelle and Sutton's third. And uh, I guess Kathy's on that couch. And the other side is um, Rena. Uh, well, Diana's not there. So um, I think uh, Erica and then Dorit. So I'm not even sure Cherie's really going to bother to be there. But she hasn't really done anything. So that was the big thing, too. So why the hell is Rena getting first chair? It makes no sense at all. And and um, I retweeted on Twitter, uh, Erica and um, Rena leaked their looks already. So And Erica actually looks really good. A lot better than last year. Last year she looked like she did it herself and badly. And she looked terrible. She looked old. And her makeup wasn't enough. She looked washed out. So it, it, she totally went glam this time okay so let's start with what happened on Wednesday's episode it's Kyle and Rena at um, Kyle's place the next morning Kyle is still shaming her sister she snapped a picture of Kathy's slippers and texted them to her nieces and it's like I don't know why she sews up with these slippers she's kind of like that mom who's always critiquing their daughter and what she's wearing and how she's looking like I've grown up seeing women like that and there's usually the daughters that end up having problems so it i don't understand why she's being such a naggy mother hen to kathy but you know it's constantly shaming her it's really gross and i do think kyle is trying to get kathy to flip out i think she she's purpose she purposely put her in the worst room to try to piss her off making fun of the way she's dressing and calling her high maintenance. There's something going on. This is very passive aggressive and rude. So Ren actually said Diana was out of control the night before. And if you remember, this is um, when Diana um, called um, Sutton to see you next Tuesday. So um, Erica said she um, she's going snowmobiling. She's not going skiing, but she had three um, knee injuries. And then Kyle said Sutton is good one-on-one, but she's different in a group. Now, this is a pot calling the kettle black, even though I think Kyle can be shitty one-on-one, too. But Kyle's the one who stirs all the shit when they're in the group setting. It's always her. So she's the one who's acting different in the group, not really Sutton. Sutton's the same. Like Sutton, yeah, she could be passive ag- aggressive in the group, but she's passive aggressive when she's one on one with people too. And they all said she's pretty funny, and she is. I mean, she, she comes up with stuff. I don't even know how she does it. And they are all saying that Sutton's the one being the mean girl, that she's being the mean girl in the group. Like you've got to be effing kidding me. She didn't call anybody a see you next Tuesday. She's not the one starting fights. That's Kyle, that's Diana, that's Erica, that's Rena. Sutton didn't do any of that. They all just snapped at her. And even if she was maybe poking the bear a little bit, yeah, they overreacted. You know, you think Sutton's pushing your buttons, then control yourself and calm your ass down. It's not that hard to not escalate into calling someone to see you next Tuesday and saying, get the, get the fuck out of my house. But uh, these people are just projecting all over the place. So Sutton, Garcelle, and Cherie are in the um, van. They're uh, waiting to pick up uh, Erica 
And so I crashed me up. They said they were going to challenge themselves on, on um, just no revealing with their non-friend. <laughs> to Erica's a non-friend. And I thought that was kind of funny. That whole, and then when Erica got in the van, they all, nobody was talking. It was crooked. It was pretty funny. So it's 11.30 in the morning. Kathy's still asleep in her bunk bed. Now, and she said before that she hadn't really slept in a couple of days. So, and when you, and the thing is too, is someone doesn't come out of the bedroom by 11.30 in the morning. I, I wouldn't go down there with a camera crew and get in their face. I mean, that's just rude. So, of course, Cal does that. She goes down with the camera crew, gets in Kathy's face, and Kathy's complaining that um, the closets are full, and she doesn't have any hangers, and then Cal whips out a bunch of hangers, but the closet is full. So, Kathy's mad because there's no place to hang her clothes. So, um, and she said to Cal, said, you were supposed to take care of that, you know, before you got there. So, it just looks like, still to me, that Kyle's just trying to piss off Kathy and trying to get her explode. And Kathy's not playing along. I mean, even her complaining about the lack of closet space, it, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't anything major. Basically shows that Kyle's a bad host and a shitty sister. But I do think Kyle's trying to aggravate her as much as possible. And she said um, Dorit went to Diana's at midnight saying it was her anxiety about staying at um, the rental, which to me that kind of doesn't make any sense. I think she didn't want to be there because of uh, the way Diana was acting. And, yeah, I think she didn't want to be there with Garcelle and Sutton and, um, and Crystal and Sheree, Sheree, pardon me. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with she didn't feel secure there. But that really doesn't make any sense. She's in there with a bunch of women. There's cameras all over the place. You get, figure that's probably a lot safer than um, staying in a hotel room with Diana and whatever her 10,000 members of her staff that go in and clean it. And then we find out later um, Erica goes into that hotel room too. So I'm not sure how that works out because there's only one extra bedroom, so I'm not sure where the hell Erica's staying. But we find that out um, next week's episode. So Dorit, Crystal, Renna, Kyle, and Diana all went skiing. And um, when Diana gets onto the van, they picked her up at the hotel. They started cheering for her. Like, yay, Diana, yay. And this is after the See You Next Tuesday thing. What the hell? Who the hell cheers somebody for saying that? That's nuts. That's horrible. But, yeah, they're the victims, and, they're, and Sutton's the one who's mean. That just blows my mind. And Diana says she stands behind what she said. Lord. You know, like Leanne says, money doesn't buy you class. I mean, Consolidate is sitting next Tuesday, standing by it, and the woman did nothing to you, really. Instead of, she did make you cry once in Mexico. That's ridiculous. And that and lying about being on the deathbed and bleeding. No, no, that shit was happening. Something confronted you at a party where you're drinking and dancing. So get the fuck out of here. And um, while they're preparing to ski, uh, Sutton, Garcelle, Sheree, and Erica, they're being instructed on how to use the snowmobiles. And Sutton wanders off as she saw goats and like rams and sheep. And Sutton says, 
animals give me calm, like Jesus. So <laughs> funny. But it's kind of a trip, though. I mean, we are, most people love animals more than they like people. Those animals give you unconditional love, and people don't. <laughs> I thought that was cute, though. She's paying no attention, and she actually ended up driving the snowmobile. But that was so funny. Uh, Mauricio, for some reason, decides he's going skiing, too. And um, Dorit hasn't skied in 20 years. And she fell, and she basically went down the, the rookie hills. And it was fine, though. But it was kind of cute. Okay. Oh, and so um, Erica's having a good time on the snowmobile. Cherie and Garcelle are not. They're basically, everybody's kind of just coasting along and checking out the scenery. And I think... Um, Erica started calling Sutton Miss Daisy, which was kind of funny. And I think I've written down they don't care about Dana. I think it's Sutton. I think Sutton is not really upset about the Diana thing. She doesn't just give a shit about her one way or the other. So, and then she drove Garcelle on the way back. And so they um, sat down to have a little lunch or told Sutton that she needs to be more authentic with her apologies. And that kind of cracked my ass up. <laughs> because what's the point of being sincere and authentic? No one wants to hear it. And then they, you know, and then they say they're going to change their behavior and then they attack you again anyway. And Erica says when she apologizes, she tells people what, that she was in the moment. And she was just flashing out, and she said she fights with people on Instagram. So I don't follow Erica. I really don't get engaged that much with Instagram. My Instagram is private, so um, I really don't even follow too many people. And um, I went, I made it public over the summer because I posted some crew Joan Jett boys at concert, and all these weirdos following me on Instagram and people impersonating members of the band and trying to send me messages. I'm like, this is a bunch of crap. <laughs> Sorry. Like, just this much time on their hands. Oh, I'm going to go impersonate Joe Elliott on Instagram. God, people are stupid. So, yeah, I went back to private this week because I, I didn't see the point of going public. This is really my private one. I really don't have one for Diva Dole. So, um, Dory had a little FaceTime with Jagger and said she went down the hill, and it was kind of funny. And then Cherie and Sutton, Sutton changed her outfit and um, put on her dress, and Cherie said her <laughs> wrinkly ankles from the socks. <laughs> that was kind of funny. But, yeah. So, yes, to me, when it comes to, like, going out to dinner in the wintertime, yeah, I'm not the girl in the dress and the high heels and basically the, the naked legs. That's not happening. I'm wearing a sweater. <laughs> you know, I'm wearing boots. I have every bit of skin covered up. So, but I understand it's Real House with Beverly Hills that are going to show a little skin. But, yeah, I'm not that girl. No, I'm covered up. I'm, I'm more concerned about being cold. Okay. So Crystal and Garcelle talked again at the um, restaurant about the earrings. And Garcelle was actually thinking about giving Erica a heads up about the episode. And 
Crystal brought up, you know, the she would give up the earrings herself because it's an ill-gotten gain, and that's true. And that's what probably everybody has with the earrings is it was proven that he he flat out wrote a check out from his company to buy these earrings for Erica, and um, he had to sell that money from the line air people. So yeah, that's not even debatable in my opinion. And the court agrees. The, the court has been ru- ruling against her. And then, um, so Erica told Maurice and Kyle that she had a good time snowmobiling, and Kyle acts shocked. And it's like, why? I those three aren't going to gang up on you. Now, if it was Sutton and she went out with Rena, Erica, Kyle, and Diana, and Dorit too, they would have ripped her a new asshole. But um, those three aren't like that. I mean, Cherie hasn't really brought anything. Garcelle and Sutton didn't say anything to Erica. They were they actually had a good time. So I'm not sure why she's surprised that that was. Um, she was, and there's funny thing. Sutton's dress is so short that she was having a hard time getting in and out of this van. <laughs> and it kind of cracked me up is when she was trying to get in the van. Cherie didn't help her. It looked like someone was trying to pull Sutton up. But Cherie wasn't spotting her at all. All she had to do was give her a little push. She would have gotten into the van. So I thought that was kind of weird. But um, and when Sutton got out of the van, she was having a hard time, too. And I don't blame her for being concerned because we know the Royal Housewives cameramen will try to get crotch shots. They're looking for um, war drama functions all the time. I don't know why I kept forgetting her name, uh, the one on uh, Real Housewives of Orange County. They actually partially showed her nipple on TV and didn't blur it out. And the camera was like zoom, literally zoomed in on her boob and put her boob on um, TV. And basically, if enough of it was covered, they they could show it on TV. But it's like, that's what they do. I mean, they're men with a camera. So I don't blame her for trying to be discreet with getting out of the van because if she just went to if she would have just climbed down there, she probably would have exposed herself. So I can see why she was having a hard time. And speaking of her dress, um, Kathy made a comment that um, she likes Sutton's dress and the dress worked because she has little girl boobs like Nikki in Paris. And it would look vulgar if she had big boobs. Of course, if she had big – I mean, that's something, yeah, Erica would have worn. <laughs> so uh, – it, it really is a backhanded kind of compliment. No woman wants to hear they have small boobs. I'm sorry. Just it's not a thing to say to somebody, especially when the other half of the cast all have fake boobs. So I, yeah, it's just, it's special. So keep your eyes to yourself, <laughs> Cassie. That was cute. And um, so Garcelle sits next next to Erica, and she starts. She starts bringing up the earrings. And Garcelle flat out, she set her up. She did. And she's so smart about it. She's not confrontational like the other girls. She acts like she's your girlfriend and tries to get you to confess stuff. Like she puts you at ease for you to, you know, grab your own shovel and, you know, dig your own grave. Is brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. I think Garcelle really is the MVP of the season. Because 
she did a, um, some shit stirring, but she does it smarter way than Kyle. Kyle just blurts it out, and it's ridiculous, and she's an asshole. And she does it when things at inappropriate times. Garcelle, instead, she just asks questions in a way to get you to answer. And it's smart, and it works for her. And, you know, they all think, you know, Rena, Erica, Diana, Kyle, they all think they're master manipulators, but Garcelle's the one who's putting on a clinic here. She's got it down. And they really should be paying attention to her. So Erica confesses, yeah, she, um, about the earrings and says, yeah, I, um, she said she has them in Aspen and wanted to know if Garcelle wanted to look at them and she was bragging they're actually worth $1.3 million. And she goes on and on and on about, oh, I have this purse and it's made out of this dead animal and this, that, and everything else. And she shows her the, the clutch she had with her. So it's pretty obvious Erica still has a lot of stuff. And she ain't given any of it up. And to me, as a non-material person, I just think the whole thing is weird. I don't get it. I honestly don't understand the purpose of spending all this money on purses and they basically were out of style within a year. I mean, I just think it's odd. I I don't get it. And I'm glad I don't swim in those circles that I feel the need to spend tens of thousands of dollars on purses. And, um, okay, what else? Oh, then Mauricio sat down next to Dorit, and we're talking about her chicken sausage. I don't know why Dorit didn't remember what she ordered. But it was kind of funny because a couple weeks ago, I didn't think anything of it, but they usually do do that during the season. There's usually a week off somewhere in the middle. And someone said online, oh, they're re-editing. So there was a shady moment when Mauricio and Dorit are talking, and when they showed Marisa, they put Kyle's husband underneath uh, his face. And, that, and it was shady. It was flat out shady. And it's because some people have been starting rumors that Dorit and Mauricio are having an affair. And um, I don't think they are. I think they are close. They're close friends. But it's really kind of fun shade and no one really believes it. So, but yeah, there's... So it's funny the producers are, are they're flat out just um, digging into that, <laughs> giving it life. So uh, Kyle makes fun of Kathy because Kathy bought a shopping bag from a store and was using it as a purse. Now I honestly didn't know it was a shopping bag. I'd never seen a shopping bag like that before, and I wouldn't have known it was a it wasn't a purse. You don't make fun of your sister in front of all of your friends. I mean, if she wanted to say something, she could have said something at the house. She didn't have to bring out in front of everybody that's a purse. And it makes Kathy look more relatable. I think Kathy is playing this, though. And I didn't watch the Paris wedding special because I have no interest in Paris Hilton, never have. But I think Kathy is downplaying her wealth to a certain extent. And Unless she really does have a I don't give a fuck attitude, which she, if she does, then, you know, good for her. Because we, as women age, we all kind of get like that. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care what people think. I don't care what they think about my purse, my shoes, whatever. Yeah, we we do feel that way after a while. But, I mean, she's also on a television show about wealth. So it does seem kind of odd that she 
grabbed some random shopping bag and made it a purse. So um, I I don't know what's going on with Kathy. So I don't know if she really doesn't give a fuck or if she's doing it on purpose or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure it out here with the because we still haven't gotten to the Kathy blow up yet this season. We'll see what happens. So they all went back to the rental, which I think they should have been doing that all along. So going to Kathy's crappy, oh, Kyle's crappy little townhouse. So they went back to the rental, and this place is pretty cool. And um, everybody actually changed out of their clothes and put on um, more comfortable clothing. Ren actually put on Garcelle's clothes. And she handed out um, edibles, which I don't remember Lisa ever doing that before. So that was kind of interesting. And she gave it to Cherie, and I don't know if Cherie was intoxicated or what, but she didn't seem like she knew what she was eating until the end. And she's like, oh, it smells like pot. (laughs) She told you that's what it was. (laughs) So, um, So Kathy whips out her tequila and starts giving her infomercial. Kyle's being rude to her, and nobody wants to drink it. And it seems like on Sutton's part, she doesn't drink tequila. And she said she's more of a vodka person. If you remember her first season when she was a friend, she was uh, Miss Fireball, which I love Fireball. Fireball is awesome. So um, supposedly no one was interested in her tequila, and no one was interested in her infomercial. And that was kind of rude because they all promote something. Sutton's got her store. Um, Garcelle has her other TV show. And now she has... um, her um, home goods line with um, that are Haitian inspired. I think Diana has water. I think Krista has water, even though she, she hasn't really been on there. But she promotes for her husband's stuff a lot, and Diana's promoting her boyfriend's stuff, music career, and Kyle's promoting Mauricio's um, real estate company and her Halloween movie. And Rena's got Rena Beauty and Rena Rose. So, and then Dorit, she had her wedding dress line, which no one, she starts all these lines, the, the restaurant that she did, the Capri Room, and Beverly Beach, which I don't even think that exists anymore because they got sued. So what's the big deal? Kathy, for the first time in two years, promotes something and no one's interested. That was so, that wasn't cool. You at least pretend. So, um... Garcelle, Dorit, and Diana and Crystal are at the bar, and they call Erica over because they're going to talk about these earrings. And Erica is just a freaking nightmare. She's, uh, I don't know what she's trying to say. Like, it, it would make more sense if she said, you know, I can't really talk about it. It's in litigation. She's saying that. She's not turning over anything unless the law tells her to. And Crystal's saying, we need to show some compassion and you need to do what's right and, you know, to hell with the law. And, and Erica's like, well, you don't know the facts and I'm following the law, blah, blah, blah. The law doesn't have to tell you to, to give something away freely. You can do that on your own. So, And like I said, she um, lost her... Um, she lost her case in July, and she appealed. So she's still holding on to these damn earrings since, I guess, it's last January or February. I mean, she turned them over, but, I mean, she's fighting to 
not have them liquidated for the victims. So that case is still going on. And she, Erica told someone that they're an amateur and get the fuck out, but I didn't write down who she said it to. It's probably Crystal. And then she's still with this thing that there's potential victims. She's not admitting there's victims. There are victims. Tom even said, he, Tom said he was guilty. He admitted to being guilty. So if he's guilty, then there's victims. And it's not that hard to figure out. You take the people that he represented over the years who have sued him. Because what happens is when you win in the judgment, the money goes into your lawyer's escrow account. Then they turn around and they cut you a check. And I have personal experience with this. My attorney gave me every dime. I was awarded. I owed her money, so I wrote her a check. That's the legal way you do things, claiming they were investing the money for the clients, which that should be a red flag to people. Don't let your lawyer invest your money. You take your money, you go find someone legit, have them invest your money if you have a substantial settlement. If it's a small settlement, usually, you know, you just stick it in your checking account or whatever. So, um, so yeah, that's a red flag. Attorneys don't do that. Attorneys do not invest their clients' money that's in their escrow account. So, um, we all know he did this. He was um, writing checks out to buy things, and um, allegedly he wrote a check for $25 million to Erica's company. So even though it was ruled recently that um, Erica didn't know certain things when um, like some of Tom's partners sued saying they wrote money by Tom and didn't get it, then, but it doesn't take away that EJ Global might have done something. So they were just saying Erica as a person probably didn't get checks written out to her because everything was kind of funneled through her company. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So yeah, so Erica's saying that it's arguing there really aren't any victims. We know there's victims. There wouldn't be all these lawsuits if they weren't victims because if, if you got your money, you have no standing to sue. The case would get dismissed immediately. Or it wouldn't even a lawyer wouldn't even take it up. But you know, Tom doesn't owe you money. You have no case. So that was bizarre. And then Eric goes, I don't give a fuck about anyone but me. We all knew that. And there's already a famous um screen cap up there of um Erica flipping out and Garcelle giving um Crystal a look like, Yeah, I got her and she did. I mean, that's what's the brilliance of Garcelle and Crystal. And I think Crystal and Garcelle planned this in advance. I don't think Crystal would have went after Erica by herself. I think she needed backup. And Garcelle was more willing to do backup because Erica cussed out her son, hit on her other son. She did apologize only when Garcelle confronted her. And then she kept drinking and using pills. So to me, if someone keeps doing something that they apologized for and they didn't change their behavior, then the apology doesn't mean jack shit. Because this, to me, it's action, not words. I don't care what you tell me that you're going to do. Just show me you're doing it. And everybody should kind of live that way, what you see and not what you hear. And um, so Kyle, like, Brenda's like shocked. Everybody's kind of shocked. I mean, though, I think the people on the couch are kind of stoned at this point. <laughs> 
I don't think I, I only think Sutton knows what time of day it is. I think she's really out of it. I'm not sure she took anything, but she she definitely is under the influence of something. But um, so Erica's going on and on and on, and no, I don't give a fuck about anybody with me. And Kyle comes up to her and says she needs to show sensitivity to the victims. And Erica says, no, uh, only person you need to uh, be sensitive about is her. And telling her that she shouldn't, that Kyle shouldn't care about the victims either. And Kyle was very telling. She's like, I can't defend you when you like this. So Kyle, after they all got on Sutton last year about worrying, worrying about her reputation, about being with Erica and associated with Erica, now Kyle's saying, you know, when you talk like that, you know, it makes Kyle look bad. Well, that's what you got on Sutton about. Do you think Sutton would hang out with Erica if there wasn't a show and she was, you know, being forced to be a coworker with this woman? Come on. I mean, would Kyle be friends with Erica? If Erica gets fired, would Kyle be friends with Erica? I don't think so. I don't think any of them would. I think they would all drop her. Maybe Rena might stick around. But, um, I don't, yeah, I think Doreen looks like a hostage half the time. So uh, so Kyle is trying to get Erica to say the right things. Even if she doesn't mean it, she's trying to get her to say, yes, I feel sympathy for the victims. Erica's not doing it. So um, in a whispering moment, Rena and Doreen are like, we need to get the fuck out of here and get her out of here. Because they know that Erica has gone off the deep end and they're not going to pull her back and she's not going to she's going to keep making her ass of herself out of camera and while Kyle's talking to um, Erica Kathy actually says tell Kyle to stop cursing <laughs> that was so funny and, and Sutton's like Sutton has this what look on her face today <laughs> all the things that's going on Erica flipping out and she's getting on Kyle for cursing of all things. I thought that was kind of funny. And then Erica said about herself that she's not a victim. So why would she say that? Because that kind of implicates her if she's saying she's not a victim. Erica is just on a next level denial. She thinks she's going to win all these cases. She's going to keep all of her stuff. And um, and she thinks she's probably going to get her career back. I mean, she's last year, I mean, Andy outed her that she's making $600,000 on the show. That's a ton of money for most people, and it's probably not for Beverly Hills, but that's still a ton of money. And allegedly, she has sugar daddies on the side that are paying her. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. That's what's on Gossip Blogs. I don't have any inside information on that. So she's not poor. But she thinks she's going to get the private jets again and talking about by herself a place in Aspen when she doesn't ski, so that doesn't make any sense. And she is seriously delusional. She really thinks she's going to get that money back. Like how? Her singing career was never successful. She never – She, um, Erica Jane made, lost money every single year. I mean, her biggest accomplishment was um, on Broadway. That, you know, that's a big deal. But that's not really about money. That's more of a um, resume enhancer, really. You know, she's in her early 50s. Who the hell's going to hire her to do anything? 
I, I don't get it. I, what career is she going to build up? I, you know, I mean, she's got her hair extensions line. That's about it. I, I don't know how she thinks she's going to make all this money. I mean, her brand is damaged, and she just keeps picking on it more. I don't understand how she's going to make a comeback. And, you know, if Brava drops her, she's really screwed. Because I honestly think all those girls are going to drop her, too. And she's going to disappear. She's going to be canceled, to be blunt about it. And I'm not really into canceling people. But holy shit, she's really earning it. So, um, Dorit and Rena do get her to um, go out. But she's leaving in the blaze of glory and um, saying a whole bunch of shitty things about the victims and all this stuff. So um, at the end of the episode, it says, I was really looking forward to a game of shuffleboard. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, that's just, yeah, shuffleboard. <laughs> oh, well, I guess maybe that's for another day. So next week, going after Kathy. And the whole thing to me is still bizarre. I Rena and Erica are basically mad because Kathy got a pass last year and she ended up being super popular and people liked her. I think part of it too, I don't know how well Rena and Erica know Kathy, but a lot of people kind of think, you know, Kathy is being fake and she's not this, you know, busy blonde type that she's portraying. And um, she's not, you know, not as fun and carefree as she pretends she is. So, yeah, I mean, we saw that when um, Kathy came to Aspen that Erica and Renna were shooting looks at each other. That We know that they're planning a takedown, and they do that. They don't like anybody being more props than them. They try to take them down like they did with Denise and um, Vanderpump. And I have to say, though, I think Denise was a lot more innocent than Vanderpump. Vanderpump could hold her own. And they really should have went after Dorit that season because she's the one who gave up the dog. It wasn't. You know, Van Pump really didn't do anything. So um, they have this habit of going after anybody who's more popular, anybody they think it's going to be passed. And a lot of people, their first seasons, like Denise, you know, they they get a pass because they haven't built up any rivalries with anybody. But at the same time, too, Denise gave them something to talk about. So that's her fault with the whole Brandy situation. So... um, Next week, the takedown of Kathy starts, and that starts with Renna being at this hat bar that Kyle insisted on going. And I, I don't know why she keeps trying to make hats happen. I don't get it. She had Mauricio wearing a hat. And honestly, I only wear a hat if it's cold outside. My head is cold, and it's just an ugly, you know, stocking cap. <laughs> I don't wear hats for fashion. Hats haven't been in in a long time. And for some of us with bangs, hats are not your friend. They, they smash your bangs down and you look ridiculous. You know, some of us don't look good in hats. And she's been trying to make hats happen since um, Teddy was on the show when she was forcing hats on Teddy's head, too. So um, I think her and Rena do a shot out of a gun. And um, someone sets a hat on fire. And then Rena goes up to the bar and says she wants Kendall Jenner's 818 uh, tequila and said, 
Kendall Jenner is her friend, which no one can really prove that's true. So I, yeah, I don't know. I know um, Kyle's friends with the Kardashians, and I think Kathy is too. I don't think Lisa really is. And honestly, I can't stand the Kardashians anyway. And But, I mean, that was a shitty thing to do because Kathy's tequila is actually in that bar place they're at. It's it's right there. And Kathy's lately complaining that, you know, Ren is dissing her by ordering Kendall's um, tequila. And she's like, Kyle's here and Kyle's not saying anything. And we know Kyle's not saying anything because she's not going to go up against Renna. But it, it wouldn't have been that hard for Kyle to say, hey, you know, I want my sister's tequila. So that's going on. And um, the first six minutes of next week's episode is on um, bravo.com. And that's um, Erica, Dorit, and Diana, and they're shopping. And, of course, Erica is eyeing this pink outfit. And you can tell she's trying to angle for someone to buy it for her. But it looks like Diana didn't fall for it this time. But um, I guess this is a really um, exclusive shop. They only have locations in a couple different cities. And Dorit, of course, knows all about them. And I don't think they really talked about anything important that I remember. But those first six minutes are on um, Bravo.com. And like I said, today they're filming the reunion. People are spreading rumors that Rena quit, and I'm not buying that because allegedly Rena needs this job. I can't see her quitting, even though she's been going totally insane on social media. She's everything off of about the Real Housewives on her social media, but she's doing shitty messages still every single day and it's like ugh. so I, I think these girls need someone to do their social media for them because they're just getting ridiculous yeah I don't see some once mom might post something a little shady like she posted a picture of herself and Garcelle's son at um, Vanderpump uh, at her place in um, Vegas and, you know, this picture, I think, Sutton, Garcelle, and I can't remember Sheree or who else was there, but they went out to lunch with Denise uh, a few months ago. So, yeah, that's a little, I guess you could say it's a little shady, but that's about it. She, she really doesn't do anything else. Garcelle doesn't really do anything on social media that's um, not cool. It's social media. I think you're better off keeping it and funny. And just let the show play out. But Rena, Diana, and Erica have just lost their damn minds, and they've been just awful on, on Instagram. I and I don't like I said I don't follow them, and I don't understand what they're doing. You, they're being their own worst enemy. And they're not. I mean, seriously, these are women are fifty some years old. And Rena's fifty nine. <laughs> they're not going to get better. They're actually going to just get worse. So this reunion should be pretty good. Um, concern was Andy putting Rena and Kyle on either side of him. And I didn't watch Kyle on Watch What Happens Live Wednesday night, but it sounds like he didn't confront her on anything and let her pass. And same how he does with Rena. Because I didn't see any positive tweets towards Watch What Happens when they said, hey, um, give us questions for Kyle. And all the questions for Kyle were negative. I, even though I sent a negative question, like, why does she always 
think Garcelle and Sutton should be held accountable, but not her friends. Question that wasn't shitty, but, you know, I don't think that got asked, huh? So, um, you know, people are saying, yeah, if Andy's not going to do the reunion right, if he's not going to hold people accountable and only hold people he doesn't like accountable, he doesn't like Sutton, that's obvious. She's only been on Watch What Happens Live once, and um, he barely let her talk. Even though her, um, the time before that is when she brought up Rena and the Elton John thing. So you would think you would let her talk because that gave them a storyline, her being on Watch What Happens Live. But he didn't let her talk. She was only on once. Kyle's went on three times. I think Dorit was on twice. Rena was on once. Diana wasn't on at all. And Garcelle always does shit during Watch What Happens Live, too. So, I mean, you know she's going to do something. So um, the reunions have been a flop. I, he asked questions to Erica last season about, you know, all the lawsuits and all that. And he asked the questions, but his follow-ups weren't appropriate. Like, they they weren't logical. Like, she would say something, and it would deserve a follow-up. You know, he had to nail her down a little bit more, and he didn't. It just seemed like he kind of, like, oh, okay, she answered the question and move on. It's like, nah. I mean, I understand he's not an attorney or anything. But um, the reunion six were something he kind of just got thrown into in the beginning. But, you know, I don't understand how you could be on social media, you know, see focus groups, and then still be on the side of Rena and Kyle and Diana. I, I don't, but that's, Seems to be the team he's banking on. I think Diana's pretty much done, but she didn't bring anything. And she's obviously being desperate with all the social media stuff she's doing this week. Erica, yeah, I'm sure he's loving her being in the news. And obviously, they didn't, they didn't get rid of Jen Shaw. I mean, they're all getting, she's only be done here when she's going to prison. You know, um, they waited for Teresa to get out of prison before they um, started filming uh, New Jersey. So, and Eric is not going to prison. There hasn't been any criminal charges against her. But are they going to keep her on the show if she starts losing cases and starts losing her money? You know, after a while, you got to realize, okay, this person's toxic, and it's time to let him go. And um, Rena's not the same Rena we had in the beginning. She used to be fun. And... She definitely wasn't. I really can't think of any fun thing she did the entire season. All she did was attack people or talk about her mother and birds, and that was weird. And Kyle, Kyle's never going to go. I thought I read somewhere Kyle can only be can only quit. She can't be fired. I believe that was her clause. Because the entire show was built around Kyle in the beginning. And she's the one who brought people on. She brought on Camille, and she brought on Lisa Vanderpump, and um, and Kim, obviously. So the show was based on Kyle's friends. So Kyle's probably not going to go. But Kyle needs to reflect and look back, see how she acted, and what she needs to do to change. Because they're going to be filming again probably here in October, November. So that's usually when their cycle starts, unless you he decides to give them a break and calm down. So right now, unless they have a big kumbaya moment on the last episode of the reunion, this group is pretty fractured. It's pretty bad. And everybody's dug in. 
you know, you got Team Garcelle Sutton and then Crystal keeps flip-flopping. Who the hell knows what she's doing? And then you have Kyle Dorit, Diana is probably gone, Rena and um, Erica. And that group just was awful this year. So it's going to be interesting to see how things shake out. And um hoping this stuff gets leaked, though. <laughs> when they send out the letters say, um, with the contracts, I, I hope it gets leaked. I hope it's it, – like for New Jersey, it's been like a, we still don't know what's going on in New Jersey and who's back and who's not. But that show well, sounds like it's not going to be airing until next year anyway. So um, I, I I don't want to be surprised. I want to know. So uh, I will tell you the last episode of Days of Lives on NBC, and starting Monday it's going to be on Peacock. Um, you have to pay for the app now to get Days of Lives. It, but they're running a sale. It's one ninety nine a month for at least, uh, for, I think, for a year. So that's a pretty good deal. So, uh, and also the Royal Housewives Ultimate Girls Trips, um, they've been on Peacock, and uh, I think Miami has been on, been on Peacock. So if you're a Bravo fan in general, you probably should go get Peacock anyway. So I, I would encourage everybody to do that. Hopefully we have a show tomorrow about the next week, of, um, last week of Days of Our Lives, we have at 10 p.m. Eastern here on Blog Talk Radio, and our um, our show ends up on Spotify, too. And we're also on iTunes. So you can always um, tweet me comments and questions at Diva Abdul. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.